Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, September 15th. Both Donald Trump and Joe Biden working hard today on their to-do lists in this campaign. We'll discuss that. Plus, brand new CNN polls out of Wisconsin and North Carolina, two critical battleground states. And finally, the politics of Middle East peace. With only 49 days left in this election, clearly both the Trump campaign and the Biden campaign have pretty lengthy to-do lists before they can put this election away. And Clearly, for President Trump's team, that began today with some new television ads airing with $10 million behind them in critical battleground states. We've seen the Trump campaign this week pull out of advertising in Ohio, in Iowa, and in Nevada. But what is critical, if you look beyond just where they're airing, which is Arizona, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, the real heart of the battleground in this race. It's also the message in these ads. For as much as Donald Trump on his Twitter feed, in his press conferences, does not stick to script on the issue where he actually has an advantage, the economy, his campaign clearly believes that is the winning message. Today, the campaign rolling out two new ads looking at Joe Biden's relationship with China and how that could have cost American jobs. And these ads tout Donald Trump's record on creating jobs for minorities and for women in America. During Joe Biden's 47 years in Washington, Made in America was replaced with Made in China. Biden's bad trade deals put China first, and American workers paid the price. Millions of jobs lost to Mexico and China. As a small business owner, President Trump has been the greatest president we have seen. He has increased jobs. I know there are more women who have been employed and minorities than ever before, and it's just been the greatest economic environment I've ever seen in my lifetime. Thank you, President Trump. Clearly, the campaign trying to press this advantage that all the polling seems to suggest he has on the economy, even though it's not the message he drives home every day himself. For Joe Biden's part, he's heading to Florida for the first time as the general election Democratic nominee, and he is keenly aware of the concern of his underperforming with Latino voters, specifically in Florida. What you see right now in a lot of the polling in Florida is that Biden is underperforming with Latinos overall where Hillary Clinton was in 2016. And while he is overperforming with where she was with seniors, that is keeping Florida a very tight contest between Trump and Biden. But Biden is looking to expand his advantage with the Latino vote. It's why he's going to be in Kissimmee, Florida today, holding a Hispanic Heritage Month event and why his campaign has been rolling out some Spanish language advertising. Here's what else you need to know in politics today. Brand new CNN polls out of Wisconsin and North Carolina. In Wisconsin, our polling shows Biden with 52% among likely voters, Trump with 42%. That's a 10-point race in Wisconsin. That's a bigger margin than we've seen in some other recent Wisconsin polling. Uh, But what is so interesting, beyond Biden's support level being fueled by advantages with seniors, with women, with independents, those are primarily 
the driving factors uh, to his advantage in the state, we asked about the aftermath of the Kenosha shooting and protest, Jacob Blake, and the violence that we saw thereafter. And actually, this is fascinating. Among white voters in Wisconsin, when asked about how they approve of the way Donald Trump or Joe Biden responded to the events in Kenosha, white voters split about evenly. 44% approve of the way that Biden handled the aftermath of Kenosha and his response to all that went on there. 43% approve of the way Trump did, again, among white voters in Wisconsin. But among voters of color, it's overwhelmingly advantage Biden. 50% of voters of color of Wisconsin in this poll suggest they approve of the way Joe Biden responded to the events in Kenosha. Only 16% of voters of color in this poll approve of the way Donald Trump handled the events in Kenosha and responded to them. So it's not breaking the way that Donald Trump perhaps envisioned it would in Wisconsin when he immediately flew there and went there and tried to take political advantage of the turmoil that we saw there in Kenosha. And one other note about Wisconsin, a huge court victory for the Biden team. The Green Party is not going to be on the ballot in Wisconsin according to the state Supreme Court. So one, avoiding some chaos around the distribution and sending out of ballots in Wisconsin. But two, the Biden camp was eager not to have the Green Party on the ballot in Wisconsin. We saw Jill Stein's presence on the ballot in Wisconsin and what can happen in 2016 when a race is very close. That could work to Donald Trump's advantage. So a big sigh of relief from Biden world today that the Wisconsin court ruled as it did. And finally today, the politics of the Middle East. Donald Trump using the power of incumbency. The images of the President of the United States on the South Lawn of the White House signing this historic peace agreement between the Israelis and Bahrain and the UAE. What Jared Kushner called this morning the beginning of the end of Middle East conflict. Now, that may be a very bold statement that doesn't match up with reality until Saudi Arabia or eventually the Palestinians uh, actually get on board with this notion of forming peace with Israel. But that does not mean this is uh, some small affair. Seeing the president with all the trappings, the flags, the signing of the accord, it clearly evoked the images of Middle East peace agreements past, whether with uh, Jimmy Carter or Bill Clinton. And... Trump clearly understands the pageantry and the imagery around this, touting, of course, as his son-in-law did, that he has been uh, nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize, one that nobody expects him to win, I'm sure. But nonetheless, this is the stuff of presidents making peace in the world. And Donald Trump using the White House as that backdrop today, using his position to bring these parties together, uh, he also understands the potential political dividend that kind of imagery can play in a re-election campaign. That does it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.